Continuation, David's Sexual Sin Exposed Chapter 5, Fear of Being Single or Divorced Page 16 A sister told me, but, Brother Jerry, if I do not sleep with my boyfriend, he will never get married to me. Another told me, in my tribe, men do not marry a woman unless they have impregnated her first, because they want to know that she is not barren. Therefore, in that tribe, even when they are Christians, they still sleep with the woman before marrying her. I told that sister what Jesus told the Jews, making the word of God of no effect through your tradition which you have delivered. And you do many such things, Mark 7 verse 13. God is not against any tradition or custom, but if that tradition or custom exalts itself against the word of God and is now making the word of God of no effect or even telling people to sin against God, we must reject it. When the Gentiles were converted to Christianity, the Holy Spirit told the apostles that they should not burden the Gentiles with the Jewish traditions and customs, saying, For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay on you no greater burden than these necessary things, that you abstain from meats offered to idols, and from idol worship, and from blood, and from things strangled, and from fornication and sexual immorality, from which, if you keep yourselves, you shall do well. Farewell. Acts 15 verse 28 to 29. Now I have written to you not to associate intimately if any man called a brother and is either a fornicator or sexually immoral person or covetous or an idolater or a reviler or a drunkard or an extortioner with such a one not to eat. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 11 Yet not altogether with fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters, for then you must go out of the world. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 10 For this you know, that no whoremonger, fornicator, adulterer, or sexually immoral person, nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Ephesians 5 verse 5 Many people who are in church and are practicing these things listed are deceiving themselves. They have no inheritance in the kingdom of God. I told that sister, you do not need to compromise your walk with Christ because of a man. Abraham was married to Sarah. She was barren. Abraham did not say, let me test her first of all. I will sleep with her, and if she is pregnant, I will marry her. But if not, I will go and find someone else. No, Abraham did not do that. We serve a living God. God opened the womb of Sarah and she conceived Isaac. Zechariah did not say, let me sleep with Elizabeth before marrying her. No, he married her and although he discovered that she was barren, God opened her womb and she conceived John the Baptist. Luke 1 Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. 
and you have the same example with the parents of Samuel and the parents of Samson. They got married first, although they discovered that their wives were barren, God opened their wombs, and they conceived. 1 Samuel 1 and Judges 13 one day I turned on the TV and they were interviewing some African Americans about the issue of why so many African American women are single. The statistics showed that for the same age group there were more African American women who were single than white or Hispanic American women. So they interviewed some African American women about it. They were talking about the BWC black woman curse. They were saying it is because there are more African-American men in prison or doing drugs, so African-American women study more than African-American men. So women have more education in that community than men. Women are left with a very little choice of whom to marry. If they want to marry someone from their community, they have a choice between an ex-con and a person who has lower education than them. Genuine African Americans are few, and all the women of that community are after them, so they know it and do not want to settle down either. So those African-American women who were interviewed were contemplating having a child out of wedlock and raising up that child on their own because they were already close to their thirties or even over thirty. Some other women were the ones entertaining those men. The men impregnated them and left them with a the child or sometimes children. They are the ones taking care of the child or children and they also giving money to the guy so that he will be coming all the time to visit them. Those men have many mistresses and each of those mistresses think that by giving the men money or by giving him children they will marry them. None of those women that were interviewed were Christians, but I have been in church and I know that there are sisters who have the same fears those African-American women had about the BWC. So, I went to the Lord in prayer because I was concerned about the BWC. And the Lord spoke to me saying, There is nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes 1 verse 9 what those women are afraid of, other women in the Bible had the same fear. Isaiah prophesied, saying, In that day seven women shall take hold of one man, saying, We will eat our own food and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by your name to take away our reproach. Isaiah 4 verse 1 Many women are so concerned about what people say about them, they do not want people to tell them that they are single, that they do not have a child. So some of them become so desperate that they literally throw themselves in the hands of some men. They have lowered their expectations. They say to the guy, you do not even have to take care of me. I will take care of myself. I will dress the children and feed the family. But let me only be called your mistress or the mother of your children, even if you never marry. Some even know that the man is messing about with other women, but they say to themselves, those other women are nothing. I am the mother of his children. I was in Glasgow, Scotland, and a sister came to talk to me about her female friend who was a Christian. Her friend was going out with a man. 
She was giving the guy money all the time. She would travel to England to go and meet this man to spend time with him. Every time he asked her for money, and if she did not give him the money, they would start fighting. Many times she has caught this guy cheating on her with other girls, but she is afraid that if she leaves him, she will not find anyone who will be with her or even marry her. First of all, it is not God's plan for us to be living in fornication or adultery, not to talk about practicing adultery and fornication. I said to that sister, your friend needs to be born again. It is not about going to church, but it is about being born again. For fornicators, adulterers, drunkards, homosexuals and extortioners have their place in the lake of fire in hell, for their name is not found in heaven. Revelation 20 and 1 Corinthians 6 verse 9 to 10 All sexual immoralities are from the devil. It is not just having fun, it is the devil that is behind it. Adultery, prostitution, pornography, fornication, homosexuality and sleeping with beasts are from the devil. It is a spirit of harlotry or prostitution. My people seek advice from their wooden idols, and their rod declares to them, for the spirit of harlotry or spirit of prostitution has caused them to go astray, and they have gone lusting away from under their God. Hosea 4 verse 12 They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. For the spirit of whoredoms or spirit of harlotry or the spirit of prostitution is in the midst of them, and they have not known the Lord. Hosea 5 verse 4 What many women do not understand is that the moment a man uncovers their skirt to see their nakedness, he no longer respects her and he has already got what he wanted without marrying her. So that woman would try to cook for him, to sleep more with him, or even become pregnant because she is desperate, thinking that by so doing he will marry her. She is deceiving herself. She has become vile. All who honoured her despise her because they have seen her nakedness. Lamentations 1 verse 8 that sister was complaining that her boyfriend was not respecting her, was abusing her verbally and was cheating on her. Yes, he had already seen her nakedness without marrying her. The Bible says that he will no longer honor her but despise her. Some woman would tell me, it is love. No, it is not love, it is lust. And if he loved her, he would have married her first. In the book of 2 Samuel 13, Amnon, David's son, lusted after his half-sister Tamar. He pretended to be sick, lovesick. Many women are deceived when the man tells them, I cannot sleep because I think about you all night. I have lost my appetite and, please, I need to know you intimately. And they think that is love. No, it is not love, sisters. It is lust. Amnon was lovesick and he could not eat. He asked his father to send his half-sister Tamar to come and feed him. But when she came, he forced her to sleep with him. So she cooked for him and then slept with him. But after eating her nice food and sleeping with her, he despised her like the Bible said. And Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the food into the room so that I may eat out of your hand. 
And Tamar took the cakes which she had made and brought them into the room to Amnon, her brother. When Tamar had brought them to Amnon to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, Come lie with me, my sister. And she answered him, No, my brother, do not humble me, for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Do not do this folly. And I, where shall I cause my shame to go? And as for you, you shall be as one of the fools in Israel. But now please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. But he would not listen to her voice. But, being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. Then Amnon hated her with a great hatred, and the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love, lust, with which he had loved her. And Amnon said to her, Get up and go. And she said to him, There is no cause. This evil is sending me away is greater than the other that you did to me. But he would not listen to her. And he called his servant, who waited on him, and said, And put this woman out from me, and bolt the door after her. And she had a robe of many colours upon her, for the king's virgin daughters were clothed with such robes. And his servant brought her out and bolted the door after her. 2 Samuel 13 verse 10 to 18 Now people can say that of course Amnon hated her afterwards because he had just raped his half-sister. So it does not apply to me. My boyfriend is not my half-brother and he certainly has not raped me. The truth is, when I have spoken to many sisters, they felt like something precious had been stolen from them, and deep inside them they wanted to only share that moment with their husband. But because they were pressured by their peers, who were making fun of them for still being a virgin at their age, they decided to fornicate just to prove to their peers that they were not of the old school. After that act, they did not like themselves, because they felt that what was so precious to them was taken away. Justifiably, they feel that way, for deep inside them they know that God intended them to only do that with their husband. And when you hear a woman talking, they will tell other young women, if I had to do it again, I would wait to be married and only share those moments with my husband. So, First of all, a man who fornicates or commits adultery is a fool like Amnon, not just because Amnon raped his half-sister, but for defiling the marriage bed. A fool is the one who says there is no God and rejects what the word of God says. Psalm 14 verse 1 And I, Jerry, was the chiefest of fools. Tamar asked Amnon to marry her first, for their father, the king David, would not refuse her to him. But he did not want. He slept with her and hated her after sleeping with her. He even sent her away and asked his servants to put her out of the house. In those days, the Jewish tradition allowed half-brothers and half-sisters to marry. Sarah was the half-sister of Abraham. As it is written, Abraham said, Because I thought... Surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will kill me for my wife's sake. And yet, truly she is my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. Genesis 20, verse 11 to 12. 
God later will forbid the Jews to practice that tradition, but the point is, let the man marry a woman and not try to defile her. Cook for your husband-to-be and for your husband, if a man asks to uncover your nakedness before marrying you, he is not the husband that God has for you. He is a fool according to the Bible and does not know God. The Bible says, a woman who cooks for a lover gives him money to sleep with her, is worse than a prostitute, she is degenerate in heart, for at least the prostitute collects money from men. How degenerate is your heart, says the Lord God, seeing you do all these things, the deeds of a brazen harlot or prostitute, Ezekiel 16 verse 30. You are like a harlot or prostitute because you scorned payment. You are an adulterous wife who takes strangers instead of her husband. Men give payment to all harlots or prostitutes, but you made your payment to all your lovers and hired them to come to you from all around for your harlotry or prostitution. You are opposite of other women in your harlotry or prostitution because no one solicited you to be a harlot or prostitute in that you gave payment, but no payment was given you, therefore you are opposite. Ezekiel 16 verse 31 to 34 My friend, that is a curse. It is not God's plan for any woman. Every woman is a queen and is waiting for her king. The Bible says, if any man does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel or unbeliever. 1 Timothy 5 verse 8 When we are Christians, God gives us men who provide for their family. It does not mean that the man must necessarily be the sole breadwinner of the house. Rachel, the wife of Jacob, was a shepherdess. Genesis 29 verse 9. Moses' wife Zipporah was a shepherdess. Exodus 2 verse 16 to 22. A family is a team. God commends wives who contribute in the house, even when we read Proverbs 31, the wife who is helping her husband is praised. But still the Bible wants husbands to do their best to provide for their family. Jesus tells us, Have you not read? that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Therefore they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man put asunder. Matthew 19 verse 4 to 6. So God has a husband in store for you. You do not have to share him with any other woman. That man will do the right thing. He will marry you and will not take advantage of you. The Bible says, Christ Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Galatians 3 verse 13 So even the BWC, Black Woman's Curse, Christ has redeemed you from that curse. What Isaiah prophesied in Isaiah 4.1 is not your portion when you are born again. God commands us men and women saying, I beseech you, I beg you therefore brothers and sisters by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service.
and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12 verse 1-2 My brothers and sisters, God wants us to serve Him with our spirit, soul and body. As we read the word of God, our mind is renewed to the will of God, how we ought to serve Him acceptably. We do not have to copy the ways of unsaved people. We should no longer live the rest of our time in the flesh for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. For we have spent enough of our lifetime in doing the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lewdness, lusts, drunkenness, revelry, drinking parties and abominable idolatries. 1 Peter 4 verse 2 to 4 Paul tells us, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord, looking diligently lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled, lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For you know how that afterward, when he would have inherited the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with tears. Hebrews 12 verse 14 to 17 Brothers and sisters, we are called to holiness. God says, Be holy, for I am holy. 1 Peter 1 verse 16 Without peace and holiness, no one will see God. Our body, which is the temple of the Holy Ghost, is holy, for the Holy God dwells in it. A profane person is a person who has no respect for that which is holy. So, people who practice sexual immorality are profaning the temple of the Holy Ghost. They do not respect the Holy God that now lives in them. Like Esau was a profane person. He rejected the firstborn's right. This is symbolic of being born again, being found in Jesus, the firstborn among many brethren. Romans 8 verse 29 you and I are now in Jesus the firstborn. We should not profane his body, which is our body. Esau, who rejected it, did not receive the blessing of the firstborn, even though he sought it with tears. God tells us, marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled. But whoremongers, fornicators, sexually moral and adulterers, God will judge. Hebrews 13 verse 4 The word of God is the same and God is the same. He does not change his standards because we live in the 21st century. He wants people to be married and not be living in sexual sins. We need to believe that God has a plan for our life and they are good plans for he says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you hope in your future end. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 As you delight in the Lord God, He will give you the desires of your hearts. He is the one who gave you those desires in the first place. Psalm 21 verse 2 and Psalm 37 verse 3 
Commit all your desires and ways to have a godly husband and a godly marriage to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. Psalm 37 verse 5 What God will give you, you shall be permanent, not ephemeral. For the blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow with it. Proverbs 10 verse 22 you might have been crying about your relationship with your husband. You have been overly concerned about who will be worthy to put a wedding ring on your finger. I remind you what John said. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seals. Revelation 5 verse 4 to 5 So please, weep no more and do not compromise your walk with the Lord. Jesus has prevailed and has found the spouse that is worthy to put a wedding ring on your finger, a man after God's own heart. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen. To be continued.